Aaron Foley. Rebecca Corey here. And we're talking sports. Without any balls. I never liked them. I love them. Ugh. Chicago Bulls. Yep, they brought it. Game one. Brought it. Oh, God, it was so exciting. What was your favorite part? The taking down of a super group unexpected. Yeah, but it's how they did it. It was the... the... Tri- it's a triage unit. Oh, my God. Missing Heinrich and Rose and Luol Dang had a bad... Whatever. I don't know. I probably mispronounced all of them. But I'm pretty confident about Rose. What was his injury? A bruised coccyx? Ooh. I've heard of those. Those seemed... You guys sit on a donut. They seemed... Yeah, they gotta... seemed horrible. It wasn't a bruised coccyx. Coccyx? I think I said Cossacks. Yeah, you did. Which but was a uh, subdivision hard. of Russia, I think, in the 17th Good century. Good for you. Here's the thing. Tell us. Um, he it's went ha- in for like, uh, he had like a meningitis. I just made that up. Something itis scare. And he had a bad spinal tap. <gasps> uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, when they, when they uh, remove spinal tap fluid. Yeah. I want to look at Rebecca during this podcast. Yeah. But the mics are set up such... <laughs> It's really hard. It's kind of hard. Yeah. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. He went in and got spinal tap fluid removed to check him for some horrible diseases, uh, which thankfully he didn't have. But it it was like a botched spinal tap removal liquid surgery. Obviously, that's not correct. But you know what I mean? So he's uh, day to day. So game one, they go in with, um, you know, a fantastic uh, JV squad. Uh, a fantastic five off the bench. Yeah. Except for Noah. Do they call the bench in, in the NBA a JV squad or did you just do that just now? I, it was, just, I just made that up. But, are you serious? That's pretty genius. Well, it's just that like, I'm so, I'm not even like a huge Bulls fan and I'm so proud of them. Yeah. They were so fun to watch. It was like the essence of like really competitive, amazing spirit. They play, first of all, they're all really good basketball players. I'm not taking anything away from it. It's just... When you leave, when you lose your three stars against the Miami Heat, arguably one of the like best teams ever assembled. Right. Um, here's the difference. Tell us. Chicago Bulls, a team. Miami Heat, bunch of uh, floating uh, egomaniacal uh, people around the court. Someone is not okay, happy okay, with like them. Em. You don't like them. How did it end? Is that that's the part that I think that is really. It's the ending of the game. It was it was point to point, down to two minutes. Am I right? Yes. And essentially, the Miami Heat give up. They just, just it was act bizarre like- because they could have they could have won. They I mean you know Chicago forced their hand. Miami like Ray Allen hits a three in in the corner. You think Miami's now going to go on and you know score the last like ten points and win by like you know seven or something. And then uh, uh, Bulls come down the court, and um, I forget the player hits. And uh, suddenly the Miami Heat turn into little whiny bitches who are upset. And then you could just see the, the expressions as, as Chicago got like two points ahead, three points ahead, maybe no more than ever like four points ahead. Yeah. Miami looked stunned. They looked shocked. They looked annoyed. Oh. They, and so they didn't even like frantically run and foul like, you know, March Madness or end of a college game. It's like. This frantic, they're like, fighting for their lives. Foul. They're fighting for everything. Yeah, and Miami wasn't fighting for jack shit. They don't really care. Nate Robinson, yeah, guard of the Bulls. Yeah, ten stitches in his fucking mouth. Ma- Excuse me. That was Excuse a spell me. with a ph. Yeah, fucking mouth. Yeah. Um, what happened? And uh, ten stitches in the- his mouth. Did he bite down on his? T- I've done that. Have you ever been eating something that you love so much? <laughs> 
and you're not quite paying attention because you're so in the moment and bite down. I bit down one time on my on the inside of my cheek so hard. I I wet my pants simultaneously. No. Dropped to the ground. Wow. Urinated in my pants. Wow. Anyways, is that what happened to him? I don't think so. Okay. There was no snack breaks. But okay. Here's what happened. <laughs> they don't eat orange wedges at Oh, they should. They should. That was my favorite part of soccer. Oh, that, oh. Was, that was the best part, the orange wedges. Can yeah. you imagine if we looked over and all of Chicago Bulls were putting orange wedges <laughs> in their mouth? <laughs> I really think they should implement that in the game. Oh, yeah. I really do. But go ahead. So he's got 10 stitches in his mouth. He, he clocks his... Uh, uh, um, they're going for a loose ball. Yeah. Um, it hits his head on the uh, floor. Sure. Ten stitches in his mouth. Yeah. Comes back. Comes back. He told the doctors, hurry up and stitch me up. Comes <gasps> Wait, back in. He got him that mu- in the second quarter. And <sighs> and it comes back and shoots his yeah. face off in the second half. That's like this that's like the you know, I'm not the hugest NBA fan, but that's that's why I love the you know, the playoffs. Yeah. Kind of in anything are Listen. pretty smoking awesome. But like the Chicago Bulls in game one, and I'm not saying the Heat aren't going to win the next four, you know, by 80, but the Chicago Bulls, although I don't think so, um, in game one was what, how the NBA should be played. Yeah. And how it's not. Well, a man getting stitches like that and saying, put me back in and then having the focus, you know, it's like, that's, that's the kind of man, that's the kind of man I want in life. Oh my God. I I want him to fix stuff. He he hurts himself. He's like, you know, don't worry. I still I'll get the I car. I'll it. fix it. I'll yeah. fix it. Oh wait, the car. I just the car's well, on your foot. Let me lift the car. Let me up. get the car up off of you. Let me, and then I'm going to make out with you and gently rub your back. Yes, and never Some, wear flip flops. Never ever wear flip flops. That ruined one of my relationships once. Really? Yeah, we were in. Um, we were in. Um, uh, what is that horrible sh- store with the really loud music? Not Abercrombie or Abercrombie. What am I, 100? <laughs> I'm talking about, um, what is it? Um, Urban Chico's. Outfitters. Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters. Chico's. Good pull. Good pull. <laughs> but Urban Outfitters. And we got into a fight because I told him to wear flip-flops because he was wearing these big black Herman Munster boots because he was kind of a, 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 a we called them bat cavers back in high school but you what, know they call they were bat cavers you know like they were black and he wore big Herman Munster black shoes but he liked he liked okay. fast metal you know really hard metal that's like you know that kind of stuff the worst music on earth the worst I'd rather do I'd rather move to Nashville and just take take country 24 hours a day I would rather I would rather Sing striker Christian rock Christian wow. rock music. I would rather sing than hear that. Some Christian rock is very hooky. Oh, would you have an example? It's just that, like when you're driving, you're driving <laughs> yeah. down, and then you switch a channel, and, and it's you start, Jesus like, taking the wheel, and then all of a sudden it's like Jesus, and you're like, Oh God, you got me! Yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, but Jesus taking the wheel, great song. That lady can sing. She's got some pipes. She does. And a hot husband, hockey player, bringing it back to sports. Really? Yeah. Her uh, Carrie Underwood married to a professional hockey player. Oh, wait a minute. With I that know, Jay Leno chin. I didn't know Carrie Underwood sang Jesus Took the Wheel. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I'm sorry. Jesus Takes the Wheel? Jesus, Jesus helps uh, me out with the wheel? Jesus Take the Wheel. Jesus Take... The, I don't know. We're going to... We can look it up and maybe... I think it goes... Jesus takes the wheel and the Holy Spirit's in the glove compartment. No, no, nope, that's not it. I don't think that that's no. how it goes. We can look. You know what we'll do? Let's look it up. We're gonna look it up and we'll Carol! play it. Well, <laughs> Carol's off today. Oh shit! We're gonna look it up and then we'll we're gonna play us play this episode out with Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> Sounds great. How's that? Sounds great. Um, I want here's here's oh, who's, go ahead. here's who's Jesus is here's who's 
Jesus is rooting for the Chicago Bills. Let me tell you that much. Why is that? Because they're good men? Because they showed the, 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 the triumph of spirit. Um, game, uh, uh, game two is tonight. I'm very much looking forward to this. Oh, that's amazing. I'm not supposed to be drinking wine because I have strep throat. Oof. But I'm going to do it anyways because that's how I like to watch my games. I like to put my pinky finger out. As you do. I like to make nachos. I love the fact that you drink wine while watching the NBA. It really makes me laugh really hard. I do. And I do it's it awesome. on the regular. Um, Double header tonight. I'm going to get a glass of I'm salt block <laughs> and, hit, and just put my loafers on and nope. head out. No, I'm going to throw stay in. I'm, I'm going to throw an ice cube and a glass of red. Wow. And I'm, I'm gonna, she does it. A little cheap sangria, hey, hey. if you will. <laughs> I don't get around. I don't know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I don't get around. I do want to say, did I, I, this is a genuine question? We didn't talk about this before the show, but is yeah. did Floyd Mayweather win? He did. He did. And I can't stand him. He's a disgusting pig. Also, oh, what'd you do last summer, Floyd? Oh, I spent too much in two months in jail after beating I beat a, a crap woman. Out of my yeah, wife, woman, someone on the street. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, but you know, he seems like a little bit of a pig. Uh, he's a pig and he's a little bitch. But let me tell you this: he boy, can fight. Can he fight? Yeah, he can fight. He he's can pretty. Fight. Although he's never fought Manny Pacquiao, Manny Pacquiao doesn't like gay people, so I don't like him. But are you sure he's never fought Manny Pacquiao? Never fought Manny Pacquiao. So until he does, there's still some questions. But the thing is, Mayweather would be heralded as one of the greatest of all time if he wasn't such a d bag. He's pissed. His mouth and the, like all his like you know entourage, they're all just a bunch of whining. You know, well, they call him the gross. money man. The yeah. money man. He's always throwing he's, money, stacks of money. He refers to himself. I know. Well, it's just gross. I know it. Um, Got a good I, set of hands. Great set of hands. Quick feet. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, he's a smaller. Looks. I don't know. I'm attracted to him. No, it doesn't I matter. I mean, he's a good looking man. No, he's a, he is. I'm not saying. He's a I just, man. But sometimes when someone opens their mouth and they're disgusting, it ruins Then they become ugly. Um, so, Michael Jordan, I'm a little devastated. It's not that I think I had a chance because I don't know. I mean, what Mike, happened? He got married. Right. Right. He got married. Is and his wife um, number what? Two. Two. And it's, they looked happy. I looked at the pictures and stuff. All they right. look happy. I mean, yeah. I, I, I hope that they last. I do. I'm not. Is, is he like, what, 55 and she's 25? Is it one of those deals? I don't think he's 55, is he? Isn't he? Carol, probably... fact check the ages. I don't... <laughs> I don't think that Michael Jordan is 55 years old. Is he? No. Come on. All right. Let's think about this. I mean, we could just Google it. We could Google it. Yeah, we'll we'll look it up later. So, but. all right, early. He's got to be at least fifty, right? Well, it, he was big in the yeah, 80s, and that's yeah. thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to at least 90s, be fifty. He looks. He looks. No, I love how 90s. I love how basketball players age. They immediately blow up. 90s. They gain like forty pounds. Nineties. Nineties. In the nineties. Yeah. I keep thinking that the nineties were twenty years ago. I'm They're, sorry, 10 years ago. Um, they were, because it's 2013. Oh, it's 20... <laughs> Holy crap, death I is know. imminent. That's... <gasps> uh, I like that we went from talking about Michael Jordan's age to oh, we're going to die. Death is imminent. Listen, we're eating grapes. That yeah. puts on another at least that's, six months. That's good. Um, but yeah, he got married. I wish him... I just want to do a quick shout out, because I'm sure he's listening. Yes. I just want to say good luck, Mike. And good luck, that, Michael Jordan. And if it doesn't work out, I my offer still stands um, to blow you and cook you dinner every night for the rest of your life. Okay, I've, I've so... Got, I've got a really good... Speaking of Michael Jordan. Yeah. 
Tell me it. Yeah, and Michael Jordan, if it doesn't work out seriously, Rebecca Corey. Yeah. We'd be a good couple. You'd be a really good couple. He could carry me on his shoulder when we're not making love. He could put you in his pocket. I know. <laughs> his Hanes underwear. Do you, do you like how I said making love? Because I only would refer to Michael Jordan as making love. I love him so much. I don't think that there's a moment that I could ever be around him, especially naked on top of me. Mm. I could. I would be openly weeping at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would obviously go in the other direction. I would just be like, oh, let's uh, watch some game tape from 92. <laughs> now, uh, I see you distributed the ball the first three quarters, but the fourth quarter, as usual, you took the ball game over. How does that feel like? And you'd be like, uh, can we just make love? Can we just make sweet, sweet can we just drown some berry white and uh, have some red wine with ice in it and make we sweet, just sweet? Lower the burn and just, just my neck until my there's neck. a baby in my stomach. <laughs> I, I would birth his ch- I don't want to have children, but I would have his kids. Oh, God. In yeah. one second. I'd be set for life. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. Um, Here's so, a really cute story. Yeah, tell me it. Um, my girlfriend is at this uh, conference, right? Uh-huh. And Magic Johnson surprised... This was yesterday. Yeah. Surprised the conference. He was, you know, came, coming in for a motivational speaker. And he, he had this really cute story... Now, I never liked, I like him now, but in my youth, I've uh, hated Magic Johnson because I was uh, a, a Knicks fan. And then when we moved to Rhode Island, there was Celtics, Celtics, Celtics. So I watched the Celtics for a long time. So I was always cheering for the Celtics and the Knicks, which sounds strange, but mm-hmm. um, really got into the Celtics. You know, mm-hmm. Larry Bird era, like loved, loved that team. So yeah. I hated Magic Johnson. You know, mm-hmm. they were like the arch enemy. Oh, I've seen that documentary three times back oh, to back. Right, jo- back oh. to backs. I saw it back to backs. <laughs> <laughs> I could not get enough of it. It was so good. So one of the, if people, listen, whoever's listening, if you've not seen, if you're not a documentary person or if you are especially, you have to see this movie and i love it it's one of the best documentaries ever yeah. made besides that three-parter about those kids that were wrongly accused that eddie vetter came to their it's enough that's another thing but um i'll have to watch that that's a good one it's a murder mystery one um Jessica fletcher nope uh <laughs> it was the three boys in the south do you remember those guys they were wrongly accused they the documentary crew followed, in the 60s no oh. nope absolutely not i, I would say was 70s Anyways, they're now released. They were wrongly accused. It was a, it's, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, a movie. But, but the point is this. The Three Stooges? No, absolutely not. I, those guys make me so nervous. They make me so nervous. Oh, my God. So. The eyes. He's going for the eyes. I know. It's like you don't poke people in the eyes. That's not funny. No. I mean, sort of. Not uh, right. What were we talking about before? Magic. Anyways. Bird magic. Bird magic. Yes. Magic yes, bird. Uh, bird. That documentary. Anyways, keep going. Okay, so Magic Johnson is talking about like, you know, how he's really competitive, and he's in. You know, it was a, a business conference, right? So he's an entrepreneur, and he's got the theaters, and he's got this new uh, kind of food out, and he just bought half the Dodgers or whatever. But he was saying that like the competitive nature really helps you in business, and uh, and it's good to surround yourself with competitors. He's like Larry Bird. Larry Bird made me a better basketball. Player. Michael Jordan made me a better basketball player. And he said, he tried to instill it in his, in his children. He's like, you know, my daughter's 18 and we play one, you know, we play basketball. Mm-hmm. And, he, and then he pauses and he goes, well, my wife, my wife makes me play basketball with her. And, you know, <laughs> we're playing to 10. I'll, I'll take it easy until she gets to nine and she feels good. And then I'm going to crush her. <laughs> <laughs> 
wait a the minute. best smile ever. Oh, you know? he's adorable. Yeah. His talk show was unwatchable, but yes. still. Yes. Wait a second. So you saw him personally? Just this no, m- I didn't. I didn't. It was uh, it was my girlfriend's business conference um, that he spoke at. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I can't believe you didn't fly in and, for and, that and one. No, I mean it happened in L.A. She was visiting. This just happened yesterday, <gasps> and she got a picture with him. And she's really tall, and he was like, "Oh, we got a tall one." And they were like high fiving. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And you weren't there. No, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I, I was probably auditioning for a, a Nabisco wafer commercial. <laughs> okay, wearing an outfit. I'd rather shoot myself uh, than wear outside the audition space. Well, um, <laughs> that sounds. Am- I do. I do love him, and I love how he's always so sweet on all the. You know, the he he does after the. Is he on Fox? What what one is he on? I watch him. I he's know. on Laker Network, the Laker Channel Forty Three. Oh, yeah, 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 because of the LA Sports Network. Yes, it's called. I don't know. Um, but since we're, uh, it's funny that you were just saying that. I don't know how many kids Magic Johnson has, but uh, he also has a, a gay son. What? Yes. He has a son who's flaming. And I don't mean just gay. I mean, like, on fire, adorable. He's, like, 19. He goes to NYU. I don't know why I know all this information. but That's interesting. I did not know that. It's sort of like a TMZ was walking down the street, like, a month ago with his boyfriend. And they snapped all this footage and video. And they were making a big deal of it. Oh, my god! Cookie and Magic. Of course, if your name is Magic, you have to marry someone named Cookie. Yeah. Uh, they were like, yeah, what's the big deal? We love our son. He's gay. Who gives a crap? Love it. End of story. End and of then the story. story just got dropped, and it was awesome. Yeah, that's how it should be. Yeah. We already discussed that about Mr. Collins, who I'm going to be hanging out with. Come soon. on. Oh, I know I mention her every every episode, uh-huh. but just a heads up. Brittany, Brittany Griner uh-huh. had an op-ed piece in the sports section. It was an op-ed piece, so it was just a sports section article of... Uh, uh, in New York Times on what day are we on? Uh, yesterday or Monday? Monday Jeez, or, or the 6th yeah. or the 6th the or the 7th. Beautiful piece. So well written. Just about like the, just about coming out and just being yourself and, and, you know, just encouraging and wanting being a role model. And she came out to her mom when she was like, I don't know, 12 and all the abuse she's gotten from fans. And anyway, wonderful article. Read it. Great. I know you love her so much. I love I would, her so and much. if Brittany, you're listening, we'd love to have you on. Yes. Um, we, we do this in my apartment, so you're welcome here. I'm not sure you could fit. Uh, very, we could very tall drink of water. We could travel to you. We could travel to you. Um, Evander Holyfield has nine illegitimate children. <laughs> that was the best transition of Thank all you. time. Thank you. Um, well, we were talking about Magic Johnson's kids, and I just wanted to say that, like, a lot. Does Magic Johnson have any illegitimate kids do you know i don't all from i don't cookie? know i don't know i mean if i was betting i would bet on he's got a couple floating around <laughs> from his past yeah i would bet i don't i don't know though if you were a betting carol, gal, carol that. she's off today oh i know it God. but if we're looking at the 20 20 biggest illegitimate fathers in sports this is hysterical um, Eighteen thousand nine hundred eighty-five reads it's a lot, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to cut straight to starting at nine. We're going to skip the twos, the threes, the fours, the five, the six, the seven. We're going to go to guys that had nine or more illegitimate children. Right. Mm. First one, Vander Holyfield did not know about that. And what do you mean he, he didn't know about it? I didn't know that he had nine illegitimate oh, children. Oh, I thought you said he didn't know he had nine illegitimate children. And he's be, he is behind on... No, he knows it, and he is behind... It says right here, he is behind on his child support payments. Didn't he get his ear bit off by Michael... Uh, Tyson. Michael Tyson, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. We have... I like that you said Michael. Yeah, Willie Anderson has nine illegitimate children. Wow. 
And um, and this is the first time I've heard of him. He's a spur. You think a spur wouldn't get that much action? But well, they, they have been pretty good. They seem to be horning the South. Jason Caffey, Chicago Bull. Ten kids by eight women. Ten children by eight women. And he was arrested for not paying child support in two thousand seven. He was two hundred thousand dollars behind on payments. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, Travis Henry, who plays for the uh, Denver Broncos. He's really good. Uh, he's, uh, he too, uh, ha- well, he has 11 children by 10 women. Oh my God. This yep. is ridiculous. It's got- Twin September of 2009 pushing his... St- 11 oh, children. Disgusting. Uh, Calvin Murphy. Old Cal- school. Old school. 14... <laughs> Children, fourteen children by nine different women. Holy mackerel! And somehow he's been able to pay for all of them. Yeah, because I mean, when did he Calvin Murphy play? I don't know. Based on that outfit, I'd probably say he's, the seventies or the eighties. I, I would say I really want those short shorts to come short back. Shorts. I really do. Well, uh, here's the thing: it used to be that rock stars. Yeah. lived that life they had all the ladies in different cities or whatever the, i'm telling you pro athletes are the new rock stars of our generation oh completely and now that they're tweeting and i mean we've already we've already touched on albums that have been made and also rock stars now are like not they're like in rehab so like, when they're like 23 sure. they're like eating quinoa yeah there's no like i nope. got coke on my nose oh i'm still gonna go out there with coke on my nose you nope. know what i mean like that whole era yeah i mean you know obviously i'm stereotyping here but if i was a female professional athlete oh my god yeah i would it would be bang fest it would be <laughs> Until I found that special someone. Oh, okay. Settled yeah, I'm down. Glad you, uh, we're going to have to look up that. I know Carol's off today. Um, Carol! I know. You keep yelling. The she, one day I, I need her. I know. Well, she was out drinking with Angel. Oh. You're a dog. Cinco de Mayo. And our assistant. <laughs> I know. Cinco de Mayo. Those pictures. I know it. Go to Rebecca Corey's Facebook page and just look, look at, at the Angel. debauchery yeah. her dog got into. It was hammered. Oh, my God. Hamboned. She... Fight she's, broke still out. Hang, she's still hungover. She's still hungover, but I got to tell you, fight broke out at the Special Olympics in Pakistan. These are the best transitions, I think, in podcast I, history. I, I know I should ease into that one, but it's so, it's so, <laughs> it's so, it's so horrible <laughs> that it's the funniest thing ever because it's so horrible. It is so horrible. There is no way to ease into that. You know. This just will come right back. It's, I'm not stepping away, but it's like when you click on uh-huh. New York Times, then I'll go to MSNBC, and then I'll go on CNN.com because on the left-hand side, they just bang out all the, you know, kind of clips, like the, the those one sentences, and they're all horrible. horrible. I mean, everyone's like, why are kitten videos so popular? Oh, then go on CNN.com, <laughs> read uh-huh. the list, uh-huh. and then you'll be, oh my god, I just saw a kitten on a vacuum, or, or whatever it yeah. is. And have you seen that video, by the way? Yes, it's it adorable. It is genius. Did I send it to you? Probably. I may have. <laughs> and the pit bull comes in in a shark costume? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's a, that's a headline I would see and go, where are my kitten videos? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
What happened? Well, there was there were two coaches that were there at the Pakistan Special Olympics, uh, and uh, they're actually called the Punjab. It's called the Punjab Sports Festival. Of course, it uh, is. But it is like a. It's the uh, you know it's the like our special spe- Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on the sidelines, uh, two officials uh, got into some chit chat. Okay. They went to town on each other and beat each other to a pulp. Wow. Tried to, they basically tried to spoil the entire event by beating each other to a pulp. It's a, I don't, here's the deal. What on earth could they have possibly been arguing (laughs) over? I can't get my head around this uh, sports story. It's almost almost too painful to talk about. It hurts me. I know it. Like any event. I mean, there's ridiculous stories. Uh Uh-huh. Of fathers coaching the little league teams. Yeah, my know? dad was one of them. Yeah, where they get insane. Yep, and and they start fighting with the kids or the the other. Co- it's usually the it's usually the ref, right? It's always the ref and one father, and they beat each other. To, whoa, they beat each other to a pole. <laughs> yes, I just hit the mic. Which would be an amazing YouTube but channel special series. Special Olympics, <sighs> as if they don't have enough going on. <laughs> And what then they, they look up and they see their coaches who they're they're emu- like they're getting their I don't know tutelage inspiration from beating the crap out of each other. I don't even know what tutelage is, but yes, <laughs> if they got that, that would be amazing. And then they're beating the snot out of each other. But my my biggest what I love is that it made news, but there's no explanation as to what they were actually arguing over. Because, I don't. I mean, really, does I guess it doesn't matter. I mean, how. First of all, mm-hmm. there should be no competitiveness in the Special Olympics. <laughs> okay, wait. I disagree. I mean... I'm going to disagree. Yeah, you play to win. However, asterisk. Nope. Nope. Listen. A game is the game. You think... I don't even... I don't even know. <laughs> this is... We are, we're on a tight wire. I'm just saying... You're going to call something the Olympics. You're going to You're going to pull over a special Olympian who first of all they have the most adorable most infectious energies and energy and smiles. Oh, cutest outfits and go, ever in sports. Hi little too. Ronnie. Yeah. I know you're getting every fifth word, but I want you to <laughs> just put your head down and run like the wind and win. You're never going to say that. Uh this one? Well, all right. Well, I would. I would because you know what? Duly noted Rebecca Corey would coach Special Olympics if, and uh, be in San Diego. I'm not saying that I will coach the Special Olympics in the yeah. future. I don't think that that's highly likely. Yeah. But I will tell you this. If I did, it'd be go time. <laughs> <laughs> would it would be go time. So actually, in looking at... You know, in in looking at the story, it is shocking at first. It seems like, oh, come on, that's inexcusable. Yeah. Now, I think about it. The name of this episode is going to be called Go Time. I'm just <laughs> I just wrote it down. And uh, that's what it's going to be called. Well, that's it. I just thought that that story was well, worth no. mentioning that no, I'm, I'm happy to see the fire is in all, all arms of sports. I'm happy to see that people got the that's fire. That's a good concluding sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of competitive nature. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I don't even. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about women's tennis. Oh, I am. A, these bitches. This is, you're going to be you're going to be shocked. 
by this Rebecca Corey. I, I feel like I'm already shocked. I am a huge women's tennis fan. You're kidding me. It's true. That seems weird. I have watched women's tennis. Yeah, since? Uh, since uh, maybe age four or five. You play it? Um, I play it as in like, it's fun to play. I get really excited when the ball comes to me <laughs> okay. and I take my racket yeah. and I take a good softball swing and it goes over the fence. <laughs> not net. Yeah. Um, fence. Yeah. You got to, it's not about the strength, I guess. I guess That's it's more about why. direction. I love pickleball. Mm. Have you played the pickleball? You mean where you throw the ball and an idiot tries to knock it tagged out? It's my favorite. I don't, I don't know. You know, pickle, playing pickle. Oh, you ever play pickle? Well, pickle, I was, pickle is the warm up. We play pickle, like pickleball, like in softball, where you do, where you're warming up. You ever well, that could one? you elaborate? Well, on like, the, like, you mean when, I've got a glove and, and like someone's just like hitting it towards me, like just for like practice, like the quickness of getting it in your glove. We'd always call that playing pickle. No, pickle is. With an actual pickle? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. This podcast is being sponsored by Vlasic Dill Spears. (laughs) No, pickle's old school. Pickle is, I know I'm a little older than you. Pickleball is is old school. I used to play it all the time. I have a mitt. You have a mitt. We have our friend in the middle. We throw it back and forth to each other. They have to try to get safe on one of our bases. So we are trying to get them out. Oh. Pickle. Okay. You get it? You're in a pickle. Oh, pickle. I got it. Okay. So is it like from second to third or first to second? Like it doesn't on an actual, matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. You could have a stick here and a stick over here. You're standing on that stick. That's your base to cover. It's yeah. your stick. I got mine. Our friend is trying to get <clears throat> to one of the bases safe. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah. Pickle. Pickle. Okay. All right. What's pickleball? Okay. Pickleball. I, it plays, it's on a tennis court. Use the ad courts. So you've got those, the, the two boxes essentially by the net. Yes. So like you're playing doubles. Uh-huh. It's like you're playing doubles, but you're standing next to each other on the, on the, the line of the, um, serving boxes. Okay. I'm not saying this right. Uh, okay. You're looking at a tennis court. Okay. Right. Uh-huh. And the box that's when someone's playing the net and doubles, they're yeah. in that box. It's like ser- the serving box, right? It goes net. Two boxes, boxes and then smaller boxes, right? A baseline. So those two boxes, that's where you play pickleball. Got in. it. You stand at that line, got the it. back of it. So you've got the line, the box, the net, and the other two players are playing. And you play with like sort of like um, like a almost like a racquetball racket, uh-huh. a squash racquetball racket, and the like a, kind of a ball that doesn't bounce. It barely bounces, almost like a version of a wiffle ball. And you have to bounce it, and uh-huh. it has to like bounce once, and you have to get it before like the second bounce. Um, and it's super fun. And it's played in senior communities? Well, it's played everywhere, but senior communities are, it's very popular in senior communities. I am stunned. Really? I, I, I think I, it honestly started in the state of Washington. What? I kid you not. Stop. Unless, unless my girlfriend Dee Dee just claimed to pickleball. I hail she, from Washington. I know. Okay. Let's. Well. Wayne. Nope. He's up. off. Ugh. He's off. God. Um, we got, we have a lot of things that we need to look Wait, up. Wait, but. What did I, st- what was I talking uh, I about I don't before? know. Oh, 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 tennis. Yes, tennis. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, these Sloan. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, S- Sloan Stevens, up and yeah. coming, uh, fantastic tennis star. Yeah. Um, African-American beautiful. woman. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, the beautiful. only reason why I'm mentioning that she's, uh, she's black is because 
she she was saying growing up she you know idolized the uh, Williams sisters mm-hmm. who by the way mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. wished wished I liked them a little bit more personally mm-hmm. sometimes they they have they have some they have some uh, behavior that I don't love. Well, but boy, do I cheer for them. Um, Serena was dating Common. Awesome. Uh, do you know who Common is? Common's beautiful. Common goes to my car wash. No. Oh yeah, he Are does. Are you kidding? Oh no. I, I think was, my '97 Toyota Corolla needs a wash. I was behind him one day, and he tipped the guys, and I felt terrible because I don't tip them because it's a drive-through where you don't get out of your car. <laughs> And I felt really, really bad. And I, I, I uh, was going to tip. And then um, it broke off my antenna. No. Yeah. So I don't go back there anymore. Okay. But uh, yeah, he does. And his, his skin is like, is like cocoa butter. He just. Oh, God. Okay. I want to run by. Let me. Tell me go what ahead. you think of this. Okay. We're going to take a pause on the tennis story because I was just thinking about cars. Oh, great. Coming here less than an hour ago. I'm behind like a Mercedes Range Rover, if that's possible. I it think is. So. Well, they're not. No, those are two different styles. But you're saying an SUV. Yeah. Okay. No, it's Range Rover. So I guess it's. Does that mean it's Range, Range Rover? Merce, it, that'd be like saying it was a Toyota. Toyota. Kia. Toyota. Is like okay. A, okay. Right. So it was a Range Rover. <laughs> okay. Beautiful so- black, beautiful, gorgeous Range Rover. Yeah. The license plate said C U M C M E. But the C-U-M-C was together, space M-E. So it's come see me. Yeah. Which is horrifying. Absolutely disgusting. It's disgusting. Disgusting. You ready? You ready for the decal around it? What? I'd rather be ice skating. It was... I kid kid you not. This is Nancy Kerrigan. What? Who was driving it? Nancy Kerrigan? (laughs) Come see me. Which can only really be like that's just. I bet it was Tanya Harding. She lives here now. I'd rather be ice skating. Yeah, it's gotta I, be. I almost flew off the road. I was laughing so hard. If it said I would rather be swimming, I would say Greg Luganus. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> or or Louis Anderson. Oh, because he was just in that new uh, ABC reality show where he dives off the diving no. board. Splash. Oh, he was. God. He was. <laughs> oh my I'm god! I'm so sorry to make you visualize that. Come see me. Yeah. I'd rather be ice skating. I mean, what is happening? What is going on with this world? Oh. Wow. Anyways, tennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, tennis. Smooth. Yeah. Transition into tennis. Uh, okay, so, so you got Sloane Stevens, yeah, idolizing uh, in particular Serena Williams. Yeah, and. Uh, Australian Open January. Mm-hmm. Sloan Stephen beats Venus Williams. Granted, Venus was hurt, but it's okay. It was a great, great victory. Mm-hmm. I watched. I watched the match. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, followed Sloan on Twitter because I was like, "Who is this woman? It's so exciting, you know." Because yeah. we need more like American tennis players. Yeah. Especially in men, there's like no male uh, U.S. tennis players. Um. So anyway, good for Sloan Stevens. Big fan. Yeah. All this stuff. Then, uh, was her Twitter feed worth sh- following? I mean, was it? Well, for me, it was a little bit too god heavy. But I, you know, whatever. Okay. I, I totally, I totally understand. Can we pull that? Uh, Jesus, take the wheel. A uh, Sloan article. We sure can. So uh, then she does a um, an ESPN magazine article that just came out, and uh, it, it sort of incites a little war between Serena and her 
uh, that she said, like, oh, Serena won't look at me, and she doesn't talk to me, and she unfollowed me on Twitter, and, you know, everyone thinks she's, like, so nice and supportive, and she's a mentor, and she's not, and I'm totally over it. I've always, like, Kim Kleister, and basically throws Serena under the bus, and uh, it's, it's... And then Serena responds a random tweet by saying... Well, you know, she didn't say it to Sloan, but it was kind of up in the air, you know. And what did it say? It what the said, say? I made you. <laughs> and so Sloan was like, that was for me, like whatever. And it but there was no this- hashtag. There was no, no. No. There was no at Sloan. It was just. It was just. I, I made, made you. you. You know, I might tweet that tonight and see what response I get. Yes, that's a good idea. Okay. I'm it's gonna, a good idea. I might tweet it now. It's just unfortunate. Yeah. And a lot of different, you know what I mean? It's like, anyway, so I guess uh, Sloan apologized. Uh, Serena said something really lovely about Sloan, and now they're back on Twitter and everything's fine. But part of the article I thought was really interesting uh, because, you know, Sloan is like, you know, sort of was like, you know, this is like a mentor situation, yeah. even though Serena was clearly not mentoring Sloan. But I mean, but, you know, it just, it also, you know, Venus was, uh, or Serena spoke really well of Sloan and and it's like this thing of like she's also your competitor and then I read that uh when Martina Navratilova was playing you know she had that intense rivalry with Chris Everett forever that they were really friendly but then when that started getting really heated up like you know they were the top two players for such a long time that Navratilova like just kind of cooled off everything they were on Oprah together though I just have no, to no, say no, they're really they're good okay friends. now yeah yeah no no they were always friends but like and then Sharapova, they said she doesn't have any friends in the locker room. She says to herself. But it's just interesting um, about the whole makeup of, like, you have to play so competitively, you know? And it's like, are you buddies with the people? Or, you know, does Serena take this woman under her wing? Like, you can and you can't. Doesn't shock me in some way. You know why? I look at upcoming comedians. I'm going to leave this this little pig out. I'm not going to say her name. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) I know a couple up and coming female comedians. Write it down on a piece of paper and slip it to me. (laughs) I'm going to, her and I will. Yeah. Have a throw down. We will go toe to toe. (laughs) It's go time. I start at the gym one day and she's lucky. She's lucky. I didn't knock her off that pre-core. Oh. (laughs) anyways she's a moron and what happens is the respect like it's weird it's like the young ones that come up that that get a break or that i mean this this pig has no talent but she's been given breaks okay and they they disrespect the other people that have been doing it a long time and are paying their still paying their dues and have paid their dues so it's and it's and I feel like that that's more of a woman thing. Like I don't think there's a lot of men who participate in that kind of behavior. They don't shit on their mentors. They don't they don't suddenly become puff up their chest and like I'm the only guy that ever did that publicly was Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan. And that sent me into a tailspin. What did he do? When Michael Jordan competed against Kobe. Yeah. There was one point at one point um Michael was guarding Kobe and Michael reached around and patted his butt because he's a young, he's a young little high school or whatever. Yeah. And Kobe addressed it by saying he felt that it was disrespectful. This is Michael. Oh my God. Okay, disrespectful. But he also said that, um, 
He doesn't like it when people compare him to Michael Jordan. He's Kobe Bryant. Don't compare me to him. I'm my own. It's that kind of mentality. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you that she was going down that road of like, look, I'm a strong, beautiful, black, talented woman. Yeah. I beat your ass. Yeah. I'm now better than you. Well, she's not. Okay, but yeah. do you see what I mean? Yeah, and she's and she was saying like I don't I don't want to be another like they want me to be another Serena. Like they want me to, to be another uh they want me to be her and she's like and I'm just me. And, you know, it it just I think she's also, you know, she's 20, she's kind of immature. Um I'm, I'm pulling for her, but but she needs to lose the attitude. It was a little bit of a like obnoxious obnoxious. It's not, I just think, it's, I think it's, a, it's an embarrassing thing for women. I feel like it's, it's a woman behavior. Yeah, Is that I, wrong for me well, to say? I think, I think, you know, I just like the concept of women or men. I think it probably happens at both locker rooms. Although dudes, I think, I swear they're more likely to probably have a beer with each other and that's then what, blow it out on the court. That's what I'm saying. I do, I do think, I think that, that this kind of stuff, you never see professional male athletes tweeting that I'm unfollowing you and you're yeah. unfollowing. I yeah. mean, it's like. Come it's on, so ladies. Catty. It's so it's so female comedian. Here's the woman's name. I don't know how to spell I, her. I Rebecca. I don't know how to spell her last name, but I'm gonna tell you something right now. I was gonna write that same name on a note and give it to you. I am she's gonna, a hor- she's, she's horrible. A, she's a horrible human being. And, and we, by the way, Rebecca and I, I'm obsessed with female comedians, and I will go out of my way. You know, ditto. This. Yep, uh, me too. And ditto. Ditto. To recommend to work with whatever. Yeah, but that one in particular is a total pig. Here's the thing. She's the, she's the subject of my Huffington Post piece, just a side note. Ugh. Uh-huh. I do think you have to be, I do think they're, you know, female or male, in the locker room, mm-hmm. um, well, it's not like a lot, well, you know, the shared, you know, locker room area of tennis, which is kind of, you know, there's, they always say there's like so much downtime between matches and rain delays and all this stuff that they are in the same area yeah. for hours, you know? So I think I would want to be competitive uh obviously but i mean i want to be in my nature which would make me like probably not a world-class athlete Mm -hmm. um i'd want to be friends with everybody yeah and i don't think um that would be bode well for on the be on the court i don't know if i could be best friends with someone and then you know want to knock the crap out of them the next day on the court well i certainly would i will tell you this i feel like you would you would you would be better than that well i i i i well, I just feel like if you're going to pick a fight too, I mean, it's pretty crazy that you're going to you're going to pick a fight with one of the Williams girls. You you got giant 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 ovaries if you're going to do arms. I mean, her arms could snap us and what was the chair, the arm? Um, what was the chair thing? Wasn't there a chair? Wait. Something happens in the chair, an ar- she, a chair yeah. sweep. Oh. <laughs> oh, you mean from the What was that about? From the our podcast, the W, uh, the um, I just remember an unbelievable move called the chair sweep. Well, or... we were going to I- implement the, Ron, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ronda Rousey when she does the arm, the arm sweep. Oh no, she does the arm. Oh, she. she this That's is... what it's no the arm bar, the arm, arm bar. bar, and then arm we were going to do the chair. Can sweep. you imagine what a William sister could do? The stretch with that arm, the arm bar. I would like to see Ronda Rousey try to armbar Serena. Me too. Maybe I we mean, could hook that up. Serena's arms are so thinking gorgeous. It'd be a great pay per view. A really, really great pay per view. Um, I love. I do love the Williams. 
I do too. Them. And I think that girl needs to mind her levels. I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it out. Mind your levels. You always want Serena, Megan and I, my sister always discuss this. You, we cheer so passionately for Venus and Serena. We have their whole careers. And then post game interviews, you're like, just be a little nicer. They're yeah. Like sometimes you just want them to say, I mean, that goes for a lot of people, but sometimes you just want them to be a little bit more gracious. Maybe they're not happy inside. Maybe they're not. With if I had arms like that, though, I would rock a tank. Oh my god! All day long, even I'd, in the de- I'd wear no top. I would wear. I would do, rock a tank in the dead of winter, shoveling snow. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about this. Tell us. This is. We're just going to touch on this real quick because this made me laugh. Really. Tell me. This was last night. Dennis Rodman back oh. in the news with the. Did you see that quote I, with Kim Jong Il? I saw his. Well, sometimes I, I block him out now. When I see his name, I block him out. Yeah. What, I what actually I, just followed him on Twitter because I. You're mean, kidding. Yes. Is this worth following? Well, I don't know. I mean, he's you know ridiculous, but he literally said yesterday he tweeted at Kim Jong Il, and what did he say? And he said, "Supreme Leader," or or how I like to call him, Kim, uh, do me a solid and release uh, Kenneth Bay, this, this prisoner. Do me a solid. Do me a solid. And it made me laugh so hard. So All these foreign, foreign policy handbooks. And he's like, yo, do me a solid. Let me ask you this. Is that guy going to do it? No. No? Well, I don't know. It's only day one. Well, Which is pretty, I mean, do me a solid. Yeah. That's like the funniest thing I've ever he's heard. He's so, he's so, he, he looks like he, if he looks like the kind of guy that I would be, t- if I were around him and he sneezed, I would hit the deck. Because oh. <laughs> he is just riddled with germs. He just, just looks like a dirty, dirty open mm, sore. Yeah. Doesn't he look like a scabby sore? I just, when I see him, I want to yell, clean up aisle four. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what Dennis Rodman, Rodman reminds me of. Um, I think we should leave. Uh, I think we should round out this podcast with two, two small stories. One, one not feel good, and then we're going to make up for it with a super feel good. Oh, great! Um, I lo- let's start with the let's start with the 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 not feel good. Yeah, we're going to end on the feel good. Okay. Okay. Uh, the hockey playoffs are on. Mm-hmm. I get a little crazy about hockey playoffs. I don't watch a lot of professional hockey mm-hmm. on TV because it's a crappy sport to yeah, watch. Yeah, it is. It is. I um, can't even tell where the puck is. Yeah. No, yeah. it's 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 bad. Not but fun. Um, I went to a couple LA Kings games this year with my buddy Alex and uh, super fun, super exciting. I don't have like a real, like, you know, I'm always going to pull for New York teams. So I always got my eye on the Rangers and the Islanders are in the playoffs this year, which is a, a miracle on ice. And, uh, mm. Uh, but you know, now, you know, they live in LA and, uh, you know, I cheer for the Kings and, uh-huh. you know, it's, it's kind of like I'll almost pick a team and go with them during the playoffs. But, um, Toronto, I do like to have it on when I'm having coffee in the morning. I like, I like the sound of a hockey game in the background. It's just it's playoff nice. hockey is so freaking exciting. It is. I, I don't even know what to do with myself. Go ahead. What happened? Okay. So Bruins are playing Toronto Maple, Le- Maple Leafs. Yeah. Not Maple Leafs. The wouldn't the, that be awesome the if they leaps. were called maple leaps if they were called maple leaps by the way side note i have to interrupt i yes. gotta drop it down here real quick okay orb you called it one you called orb i i well, know a lot I of people did. did but you did no i stuck it. with orb you stuck with orb because you're gonna name I, something that it's gonna win well you know the one that i predicted to win i forget what's called cat. like fighting kidding yeah or whatever was it scratch didn't even run mm. charming kitten still ran 
So I, my lady was there, and I told her to bet it all on Veronzano. Veronzano was like in first and second place in most of the race, and then uh, blew, or blew it slowed, or made it. That was just a side note. I just wanted to tell you that, or I, made it. And also, what was really exciting is what we didn't discuss, which I was kicking myself, was a uh, uh, female. I, th- I think it was the first female ever to race in the Kentucky Derby. She raced on my loot, and my loot came in like third or fourth, and I'm blanking on her name. Uh, but we'll cover her story sometime soon. I think we should next week. I'm, I'm very curious as to how tall she stands and how much she weighs. I'm saying she weighs 32 pounds. 32 pounds. <laughs> I bet what she's... my ankle weighs. <laughs> I bet you she stands at four foot eight and weight, comes in at a buck, maybe 30 pounds. She was a, a tiny, tiny, adorable, awesome I'm redhead. I've always wondered why ladies haven't raced more. They're yes. She grew up in lighter. the horse racing family. Nice. And it's a really good story. Right, let's do, let's do her right. story next week. Okay. Okay. Two stories. Here's the bad the one. The hockey one. Bruins, Boston Bruins, we all know uh, the city of Boston it needs the, the largest hug of all time. Of course. Um, Bruins, now this is just one fan. This does not speak for the city of Toronto, because I, I do love Toronto. Boston Never Bruins. Been. It's a fantastic city. Okay. Bruins go to play the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. New name. Uh-huh. There is a piglet. What? With a sign. What? In Toronto, the sign says, Toronto Stronger. Is that the most disgusting thing that fans should be beaten? Are you kidding me? Toronto Stronger, as in the Boston Strong signs after the bombing. You're, I mean, literally smiling on camera. Now he's gotten horrible bad press and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But what kind of asshole does it take? To do that. To Toronto. Stro- I mean, I'm wondering, I want to like wow. read more into it, but I want to see. Do we know what his name is? I don't, but I want to know if that was released or if people around him were like, dude, what the F is your problem? That's like, it's disgusting. It's dis. Did he get his ass beat in the stands? No, that's crazy. In and up with the I, Canadians. I'll get more information, but yeah, I mean, the Canadians, Canadians are, are passive. A good lot. They are, but they're passive. They're a little passive. They they're drinkers, bit of drinkers. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't. I still don't think that he's. Well, yeah. I well, I don't know. Tough call between him and the guy who uh, killed the the animal and delivered his head yes. to the cubs i mean they're both a couple of pieces maybe of, it's the same person it might be they're both a couple of uh yes humdingers yeah let's end on a good story great okay i don't when i think this happened yesterday the day before tell me uh dodgers are playing san francisco nice now we know bad things happen when they play but dodgers are playing in san francisco mm-hmm. at t ballpark earthquake matt kemp nope uh, fantastic player for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Feel good player. Yeah, everyone loves Matt. Kemp. Any relation to Sean Kemp? I think no. Okay, I have no no idea. Carol, <laughs> she's off. Right. Okay. Matt Kemp. Yeah. Uh, there's a third base coach. He sees a, a dad and his son is dying of cancer. He's in a wheelchair. He can't speak. Oh my god. They're Dodger fans. Mm-hmm. The kid who's like a teenager. Big, huge Matt Kemp fan. Mm-hmm. And they're just talking because, you know, third pace coach right by the, you know, right by the stands puts the word in like Matt Kemp's ear like, hey, maybe throw him a ball or, you know, just wanted to let him know that, yeah. you know, because it's in, you know, San yeah. Francisco Stadium. So I'm going to I literally already cried about this once today. Um, I did. Know, I do know this story. Oh, you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
Matt Kemp after the game mm-hmm. not only like he tosses him the ball and mm-hmm. everyone's like oh that's adorable mm-hmm. takes I'm gonna start crying you're yeah. gonna have to tell the rest of the story okay. takes off his jersey uh-huh. gives it to the boy uh-huh. gives him his cleats and yep. gives him his hat and that's when I was like I can't even he was the the part that they left out was he was just left standing there in his jock strap no <laughs> stop it <laughs> just stop it Rebecca <laughs> Dang it all. Can you imagine? He's just standing there in a jug strap. <laughs> oh my God. Bringing all the sentimentality out of that story. No, I mean, no, beautiful. Just the amazing. And it wasn't like planned. It wasn't like someone just had their no. iPhone out. Like, you know what I mean? It was, it was amazing. Just, it was one of those things in sports where you're like, I wish you it was make more such of that. Difference. Yeah. Yeah. It such was such a difference. Yeah. He's kind of a hero now. Just absolutely. Uh, wonderful i hope he doesn't get a dui and ruin everything i hope um, not let's make some quick basketball predictions and we'll see if we're right next week before you're gonna take us out okay um special um, my song. Uh, we have a special song to end on this episode but i do feel my 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 uh prediction is uh miami takes it all <laughs> <laughs> and back to a bad story yeah. <laughs> yep um i'm going i'm going uh i'm going uh, i'm not gonna i can't really pick the bulls i god i want them to as I much as i can i think miami will take the series uh knicks i'm taking in seven i'm taking golden state warriors in an upset in seven mm-hmm. i'm taking memphis in six i don't think kevin durant can do the the one-man party for much longer uh, i can't he, i don't think he can either Oh, but I love him. I love him so. That was my prediction. Miami takes it all. That's all I That's got. That's a good. Hey, listen, you'd be picked orb. I don't want you to pick Miami, but I, I hear I, you. I know. I'm probably going to win that one, too. Um, in honor of Pat Summerall's passing. Oh, the, uh, vo- the voice of every Sunday and Monday of my youth. Passed away April 16th, 2013 at the age of 82. Him and, jo- him and John Madden were like an absolute dream team. I love you, Pat Summerall. Yeah, we're going to play a little tune and on his behalf. and. Um, you guys have yourself a good... Um, have the best week of your lives. Yeah, have the best week of your lives. Anyway. Hit it. She was driving last Friday on her way to Cincinnati on a snow-white Christmas Eve. Going home to see her mama and her daddy with the baby in the backseat. Fifty miles to go and she's running low on faith and gasoline. Wait for it. She had a lot on her mind and she didn't pay attention. She was going away too fast. And before she knew it, she was standing on a thin black sheet of glass. What? She saw both her laps flash before her eyes. She didn't even have time to cry. She was going.